What is going on, everyone? Eric Thomas here with a bonus episode for you all this week. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you all out there. Gobble, gobble. Uh, we wanted to give you this unedited, uncensored, um, kind of no direction type of podcast episode that I recorded with my friends Thaddeus and Evan from the HVAC Success Secrets Revealed podcast. We met at the Women in HVACR event down in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, and we were kind of just hanging out between uh, workshop sessions, and I was like, hey, let's go record a podcast. So uh, they came on down, and they joined me on the show, and it's going to be pretty fun. I hope you all enjoy it. But before we get started with that episode, I want to tell you all about something I've got coming up. So on December 8th, I am going to be in Tampa, Florida at the Service Titan Marketing for the Trades Summit. This is an in-person event. Uh, it's happening on the 8th of December, like I mentioned, from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Head on down to the show notes, and there's a link to register if you're interested. It's going to be really cool. It's not going to be uh, a lecture or a breakout session or anything. This is going to be more of a workshop-style class. So uh, it's limited attendance, and it's going to be really hands-on, um, you know, high-engagement type of workshop-style meeting. So if you live in the Tampa area or if you live you know, down in Florida somewhere and want to attend, Go check that out, register today, and bring your questions about marketing, websites, uh, SEO, all that good stuff, and we can really kind of dig in and help you out. Now, enjoy this episode with my friends, Thaddeus and Evan. Welcome to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, an award-winning show dedicated to helping contractors generate more revenue, employ more people, and serve more customers. Powered by Rival Digital. Tune in each week to learn how other business owners and industry professionals across the country are staying ahead of the curve in an ever-changing business landscape. So, are you ready to dominate your marketing, get a grip on your operations, and build the business you've always dreamed of? Join your host, Eric Thomas, and get a fresh perspective on what it takes to create a world-class contracting business. The best idea wins. Now, here's Eric Thomas. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast where uh, we... Don't have a tagline. We don't. We have a tagline <laughs> <laughs> where we believe conversations should be had with alcohol. Is that what it, any good conversation worth having is worth having drunk? There it is. There we go. Yeah. 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 yeah also, <laughs> something about good ideas and smart people. Um, yeah. Back again for the gazillionth time today with my enemies. Mortal enemies. Mortal uh, enemies. Fr frenemies. <laughs> frenemies. Frenemies. Yeah. So yeah, we're just a bunch of rogue podcasters. Uh, there goes the AC again. Yep. Yep. Rogue podcasters here doing rogue podcaster stuff. So I have no agenda and I have no clue what we're going to talk about. So I'm going to let you all drive. What do you want to talk about? What is smart HVAC marketing? It's like regular marketing, but better. Mm. More intelligent. So the reason that I... Oh, here we go. Here we go. So the reason that I chose smart HVAC marketing was solely for SEO purposes. Love it. Mm. So if you search HVAC marketing podcast, like anywhere in the world, like we fucking own that entire search result. Love right. It. So that's the whole reason for it. There's not like any clever or cute reason really. But that is a clever reason when you think about it. Like 
at the end of the day, like when you look at naming a company, an HVAC uh-huh. company, for example, why do you put heating and air conditioning in your company or heating and air? Yeah. Because that's part of the name and part of the search. Yeah. Well, yeah. And this is something that, you know, I know our friend Dan. Dan would, Antonelli, yeah. Would definitely argue against in, in terms of naming, but to name a company, city name, air conditioning. Yeah. Right. Or yep. even more specific, AC repair. Right. Yeah. You want to talk about owning the search result? Well, there you go. And that's where really it comes down to what is your goal as a business? Yeah. I saw a business name called Dentist Near Me. That was literally their business name. Right. Like, how smart is that? That's pretty smart. Yeah. You're going to have shitty branding and you're going to show up number one in the Google search. So what is your goal? Mm, I think you probably do a pretty good branding campaign around Dentist Near Me. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, you could try. You could do like a little map marker with like a tooth in it. Right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. See, coming up Pointing with a couple cavity. Ideas. Yeah, a cavity and uh, I don't know, maybe some floss like around the, around the me. <laughs> the floss could, or the me could be written yeah, in with, floss. In floss. There you go. Yeah. All right, someone tag Dan in the comment section. We're getting no one watching right now. Wow, everyone must be paying attention to the breakout session. Yeah, they're in the event. Maybe mm-hmm. it was the description on the show that... Uh, Description. <laughs> the word description. description is description. <laughs> but like, so, I mean, when we look at our show, like HVAC Secrets Revealed, and like even you had the conversation too the other day that you get most of yours on downloads, right? After your podcast is out. And we actually had this argument with uh, a few people and a few past previous guests because we always go live with our show 2 p.m. Mountain every Wednesday. And we would not move it for a single person. We ended up having uh, Dennis Yuan, one of the masters of marketing. Uh, we also had Jody Underhill on. And he couldn't make her time. And they're like, guys, one way, uh, an hour, one way or the other is not going to make or break your show. Most of your people aren't actually on the live. They're going to catch it on team replay later on, and they're going to be able to consume it on their own time. We're like, oh, okay, makes sense. So we've, we started moving our, our show time uh, an hour, one way or the other, if we need to. And it has not affected the numbers uh, on our show after the show goes out. Even when we go live, the numbers are still roughly the same. Stuff. yeah we have like have not i mean we've gone live and um it's when i had tommy on it got you know 10 15 but when we were recording that's mainly because i i'd pumped it into his group right? right um but that was probably like the most we've ever gotten live we don't really get anything on youtube afterwards but on spotify or on i guess apple Podcasts and stuff that's where all the magic happens for us yeah you get thousands of downloads Mm -hmm. what's your favorite part about running a podcast Ooh, i I think my favorite part is just like one being able to be the resource that provides information that i didn't come up with Mm -hmm. but i can take the credit for it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but also like i'm learning from these people so like when i mean we've been doing the podcast since um december of 2020 which I think was a few months after you all started yours. And I feel like just having so many good people on that are way smarter than I could ever dream of being, I've learned so much more about the industry in a much like faster time period than say someone that's just just trying to pick it up on their own. Like when you're bringing on people like Tommy Mello and I mean, you guys know the drill, like Tommy Mello and um, Josh Kelly and all these people that are like wicked smart and they're just dumping their brain out to you for an hour and you're just soaking it all in. That's my favorite part is just being able to learn um, and then also being able to just be a resource for some people. And like, I think truly my favorite part is when someone calls in like, and they're like, hey, I would say probably 90% of the phone calls we get through our work line is, 
hey, I listened to your podcast and I heard this, that, and the other. And I, you know, I was trying to figure this out or whatever it is. And like, they keep the conversation going. Um, but just knowing that people actually care about it is pretty cool. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I remember we were live at uh, service rocket a couple weeks ago. Profit rocket. Profit rocket. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Trademark issues there. Um, <laughs> he had to rename it a week before the event. <laughs> um, but yeah, having people come up and having conversations with real people and yeah, we were drunk and it was good conversations and it was great, but, uh, having them regurgitate some lines that we've said on the show repeatedly mm-hmm. yeah. was so rewarding, right? Yeah. Ignorance isn't bliss. Ignorance is pain. Having people come up and say that to me after I've repeated it over and over and over again on the show. Um, yeah. So fucking cool. Yeah. Or when they say until next time, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> I got that in a text message when I was leaving Jacksonville last weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, Brian Bohannon, shout out to you, brother. Um, sent him a text like, hey, it was great to meet you and great to hang out and see you later next time or whatever. And he said, yep, till next time. Cheers. Nice. So tell, you know, some of our listeners may or may not listen to your podcast. So tell me more about and tell them more about your show and what it's all about. I mean, it's all about pulling back the curtain on the secrets that have gotten business owners to where they're at. Like, why have they yeah. achieved what they have achieved? Uh, success leaves clues, mm-hmm. right? If you follow the roadmap, you're probably going to attain at least a level of success that they have as well, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, it's it's figuring out what it is that they had to struggle through to get to where they're at now. Yeah, that's real. Well, and, and you're, you know, it's exactly it. A lot of people like to talk about what's colorful and rosy and, you know, sunshines, lollipops and rainbows. Well, at the end of the day, it's not always sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Like there's real struggles. People have yeah. a real tough time. Like we uh, earlier today when we had uh, Sarah Gerardo and uh, Lauren Vahey on and talking about there's days where they don't want to get out of bed and yeah. to, you know, to do the, to do the work and like, look, that happens to us, right? It happens to me. It happened to him this morning. His alarm went off at 5.00 AM and then he turned it off and continued sleeping. Meanwhile, I woke up at his alarm at 5.00 AM. Uh, I mean, that was for different reasons than why he didn't want to get into bed. Uh, <laughs> had a couple of beers last night at the, at the event, but 11. right. But right. he had 11. Yeah. He had 11. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, but but the real struggles, right? And in being raw, real, and vulnerable, I think is a is an important piece. And I think what's missing in a lot of social media is that part because yeah. everybody only wants to show what's happening well. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily want to talk about what the struggles are and how did you overcome that. Um, and when you can be raw, real, and vulnerable in those sorts of things, now there's power in what you're doing because other people are feeling the exact same thing. Um, and it's 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 just real, raw, honest conversations. Yeah. Do you all feel that the alcohol contributes to the like the realness? One thousand percent. They open yeah. up a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can usually see around the 30, 35 minute mark, we can get into a real, yeah, real deep question and some deep thought will come out, and it's it's really great. Especially um, for the guests, we ended up just going off the rails sometimes. Yeah, there, there's yeah. been some sloppy ones. Um, <laughs> especially when we're re-recording the intro at the end of the show. Yeah. To relaunch the podcast again on Friday. And uh, yeah, there's been some some nice blooper reels that our video editors put together for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you're so right about that. Like, uh, I was talking to Stephanie about that on last week's episode, trying to future-proof this. On last week's episode with Stephanie about <laughs> how... Um, <laughs> You see Facebook, it's like a highlight reel for sure. Yep. But like you go in these groups and it's just like, check out this screenshot. I, I've grown 58% and I just had a $2 million month. And everyone's like, oh, you know, what secret sauce are you on? But they're not showing the past 18 months of people fucking quitting. Nope. Like yep. dealing with 
people trying to take advantage of them, getting burned out, you know, family problems, all this other shit that home, like uh, business owners have to deal with. Fucking the van got into a car accident, so they had to get eight vans repaired last month. And yep. they don't show that, but they, they'll show, you know, a nice screenshot of the result. And everyone's like, I want that. How did you get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. They don't, they don't know the hard work that goes into it, the sacrifice, right? Being a business owner, while some people think it's glamorous, has its challenges. Like, uh-huh. and, you know, we have a marketing company. You have a marketing company. Like, our struggles in our marketing company are, they're not necessarily the same as the HVAC businesses, but the concepts are there. There's just different struggles, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, they don't, they're not faced with the same struggles, although staffing, right? We're faced with staffing struggles. You're faced with staffing struggles. The HVAC company owners are faced with staffing struggles. But the more we, we talk about these things, the more we're going to normalize the conversation. And it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. And to also ask for help. That's the other part that I think a lot of people miss on is that I'm not okay, but I don't want to ask for help because their pride gets in their way. And so it's removing yeah. that, finding a peer group. This is what I love about this, this women HVICR conference, right? And talking with some of the, the powerhouses and, and just all the regular everyday uh, people from the company that are, that are females and they're banding together to be able to have these similar conversations and similar struggles to open up. And that's a yeah. powerful, powerful thing. So find your tribe, find your village yeah. uh, to be able to help run your business. Yeah. See, I think a lot of times at these events, like you get your, uh, like your, your usual suspects that like everyone knows from the circles, everyone like sees them online. They're so visible. They've been on all the podcasts. They've done all the breakouts and those people, you know, they're great. They have a ton of knowledge to share, but like, there's a lot of people that I've found, like when I was at lunch, that just kind of, it hit me. Um, there's a lot of people in these in these rooms at these events that like they're not the one that you even know of mm-hmm. like they're here yep. just attending but they've got the realest shit to share yep. like when I was sitting at lunch with this young couple from Georgia like they are just taking over their grandparents business and like they were sharing some like in, like mind-blowing stuff with me because they do like refrigeration and AC and stuff for like grocery stores and like the stuff that he was sharing with me I was like dude you need a breakout session on this but like you don't get that but so i i think that that's why these events are so great and like colleen was saying earlier like just go sit with random people you don't know yep well, that's always every- been our philosophy when we go to an event like we yeah. don't even sit together yeah yeah right? that's like, one of our rules now yeah, yeah. we'll split up we can divide and conquer sort of approach but really it's about how can we meet the coolest people yeah yep right and get to know someone that we didn't know before yeah. be curious ask yeah. questions yep, yep. yeah all right, what's been uh, what's been like the biggest struggle or challenge that y'all have faced with uh, with your podcast? Mm. I mean, I don't. I guess it is kind of a struggle and it's a challenge. But you know, well, it's funny because we're talking on the way here. We're talking about the the equipment and the setup and how we got up getting extra mics. You know, these guys bought these mics and they thought it was a fun thing to do. But you see it in a lot of a lot of places and a lot of people are like, I'm going to start a podcast. I can be Joe Rogan, you know, and, and they go and they do and they get like 10 episodes and then their podcast is gone. Yeah. You know, I think that the, one of the most difficult and challenging parts about running it is continually finding great top level guests mm-hmm. uh, and weeding through that and be able to have that scheduled out because it, that's what is a lot of the work Like coming on and actually doing the podcast is a lot of fun and it's pretty easy. Yeah. Once you're there, it's getting the guests lined up. And also, I mean, for us, because we go live with it on Wednesdays, that's been our MO, to making sure that they don't back out or they don't bail or they don't cancel. And we've had it happen, and you're left scrambling at the last minute. 
Um, but I think for me, that would probably be the biggest the biggest challenge. Yeah. Yep. The pod fade. Yeah. So, dude, yeah. I see it so often, man. Like they say, the average podcast only lasts seven episodes. Mm-hmm. I can see it before it pod fades. Yeah. Hey, we're above average, brother. Yeah. 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 How many yeah. episodes are you at? Uh, currently it's at one thirty-five. Whenever nice. this episode goes out, it should be in like the one forties. Nice. Yeah. How about you? Uh, we just hit hundred last week in Vegas. Nice. Yeah. So we're one hundred and one before today. Yeah, yeah, so we we've been doing it shorter amount of time, but like when we when I first started the podcast, I was I was just like pumping and dumping these things out like right. three four a week, and I got so ridiculously burnt out by like episode sixty, <laughs> yep. and I was like, all right, I'm backing this off. It's just gonna be Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yep. So I did two a week for a month and a half, two months, and I was like, still, I was get, I was dreading it. I was getting burnt out. I was like, I'm about to just stop. This is like, this is way too much. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to one a week. And that's when I'm like, that was the sweet spot. And what yep. I noticed was when I went back to one a week or just completely went to one a week for the first time, our listens went up. Mm. Right. Because we were putting out so many that I feel like people were getting overwhelmed and just skipping through them. Or they just don't have the time, right? I yeah. mean, like, they want to listen to other things too. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to one a week and just focused on get, bringing on, like you said, like people that like Tommy Mello and Lawrence and, you know, just smart people that have a, a good following and have really good stuff to share. So, yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. What has been your biggest struggle? That was, was that? that was probably my biggest struggle for yeah. sure. Um, getting guests has never really been an <clears throat> issue, um, just because like it's it's it, in my opinion, I think it's easy to get a guest for a podcast because it's it's you know it's 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 proving them as a, as a thought leader. So it's not yeah. like a, a hard sell for them or for me to them. Um, so getting guests has never been a huge challenge, but that getting that burnt out at the beginning was um was definitely a struggle because I, I tried to go i tried to go far really really fast mm-hmm. and i just i ran out like steam right, right. well and the other thing too is it's easy to find guests but are they good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right um, i mean we've had a couple duds uh yeah you know and it it is what it is like but. when i had to be solo with this guy jesus christ Jeez. what are you talking about man i'm easy easy go lucky here best co-host you got we i've had a few where i promptly just wrapped the episode up and i was like all right we're we're getting out of here (laughs) (laughs) there's been a few that i've never even aired because it was so bad right yeah just why'd you even agree to this if you're not gonna i don't know but yeah it's uh it's all good stuff yeah man what uh i mean we're talking about the women in hvacr event that's why we're here What's been, I guess, your biggest takeaway so far from the event? Oh, that's really good. Um, I think my biggest takeaway, and this is something I was talking to Stephanie about earlier, is that I feel like there should be more people talking about, like, why there aren't as many females in the trades. Mm. And something that we kind of were talking on was, like, you know, it used to be, like, nursing was, like, a female industry. And then whenever, like, men or guys would go be a nurse everyone would like like they would get picked on right they were like oh you're a nurse like that's that's a girl's job like they would joke about it but then it's like but now the conversation is like oh there's a male nurse it's like not even no one it's like no different right yeah so how do we get the the heating and air conditioning or there are the trades in general to that point where of you know a female technician rolls up to your house and the homeowner doesn't say oh i need to talk to the technician Right. You know, or it's like, no, I am the technician. Like, how do we get that? So that that was been kind of the biggest takeaway for me is like finding ways for just the industry as a whole to kind of 
take this message and maybe push it to the forefront a little bit. Right. Well, I think on that argument, there are two sides of it as well. There's one like, yes, how do we change the customer's perspective so that when they roll up, they're not questioning their intelligence. They're not questioning whether they're, they're skilled or not. Yeah. Right. And their trade, the other part of it though, and this was uh, Ellen Rohr, she was on stage at Profit Rocket and, and talking about this exact same thing. You know, she was in, a, in her, getting her hair done and she's telling the story of, of this young woman that was in the, the salon and she was looking for a job. She's like, well, why don't you do drain cleaning? It's great. And she builds it all up. And I mean, Ellen's energy, if you had her on the show, yeah, like through the roof, phenomenal, like got this girl excited. And then she's like, but wait, do I have to clean drains? Right. And she's like, well, yeah, that's the job. And she's like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's gross. Yeah. Right. And so how do we change the minds of women to make it more enticing, make it more exciting, make it something that's real for them to do as well? Yeah. That's good stuff. I see Thaddeus thinking. Yeah, I was just thinking, um, giving uh, career path options. You know, mm-hmm. like your what's your path of being an owner? You know, have you ever thought about being uh, being an owner? Well, you can start and you can you can earn your earn your uh, earn your stripes, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, you know, you see a lot of guys that are in the trucks and then they start their own business. And the same thing can be for females too. Like you have right. a path forward to be a business owner within the trades, and I think that might be a way to be able to elevate it and spin in a little bit to say, hey. It's not. It's not a long term. It's a you. You earn your stripes. You learn the. You learn the ropes. And now it's just like any other business, right? You're gonna go in and you're gonna learn the ropes. And well, you you don't have to. You don't have to know. You don't have to be a technician in order to be able to run an HVAC business or plumbing business. You really don't. And that's not what I'm trying to say here. But it's a. But it's a path forward. And if you paint that path forward, and I think this is removing gender from the equation. I think anybody in, it can can really you know benefit from that is giving them that path to what do you want. What do you really want to accomplish? Do you want to run your own business? Do you want to maybe get out of the vehicle? Maybe you want to be an ops manager. And and again, removing that gender from the equation, you can paint that picture for anyone. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, I know you guys have to run, so we can uh we can wrap this up. I like to do this thing at the end of the episode though. Last tip before we dip. Love it. <laughs> same same question every time. So we'll we'll start alphabetical order here, Evan. Yes. If you were That's talking to someone who is going to be starting a heating and air conditioning company mm-hmm. tomorrow, mm-hmm. what is the best piece of advice you would give them? Obsess over the customer experience. Love it. Yeah. Reverse engineer your best customer experience that you've ever had as a customer and identify for yourself what it is that you enjoyed most about that process and redo it for your company. Well, I like that. It's going to be kind of hard to follow that one up. That is what you got. Oh, the same question? Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me a different one. Uh, same question. Same question. Uh, well, I can't steal his answer, but I do want to, I mean, I'll, I'll come up with my answer. I already have it. Uh, but I do want to touch on that customer experience. Customer experience is a new battleground, guys. Like it really is. What's, why, why is your differentiate, what's your differentiating factor, right? You have companies that have a great brand. They've got a great website. They've got a great presence. They've got the online stuff. They're doing the marketing. They've got their Google reviews. Everything is the same. What's going to separate you from somebody else is that customer experience. Um, but I'm going to go one step further on that. And I'm actually going to go with build your culture the right way from the ground up. Um, and, and they kind of they go hand in hand. And I talk a, a lot about this on our podcast is people, product, price yeah. in that order. People has two prongs. One is your customer. Two is your employees. Employees are actually number one. 
they're before the customer. I think a yeah. lot of people say oh, the customer is always right. No, get fucked. Yeah. Oh, wait, can I swear on your show? Yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely. perfect. Um, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> customers are right. Get fucked. No, your people are always right. I mean, I shouldn't say that either, but your people are the most important part. And if you have a great culture, now you can take what Evan said and build that awesome customer experience. And now both of your people win, your customers and your employees. Yeah. Number one thing you can do to be better at customer services, take care of your people. Yep. Yeah. So that's good stuff. Great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. Well, thank you all again for tuning in to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast slash HVAC Success Secrets Revealed. That's a tongue twister. It is. Yes, it is. HVAC Success Secrets Revealed. Yep. Got that. Yeah, I have a talented tongue for it. Yeah. <laughs> or all just right. call it HVAC Revealed. HVAC Revealed. <laughs> thank you all for and, tuning in. And, and on purpose media. Oh, sorry. And on purpose media. Cheers, Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah. My beer's empty. Just pretend like I'm mine's, mine's, mine's halfway done. All right. Till next time, y'all stay smart. Thanks for listening to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, powered by Rival Digital, helping business owners and industry professionals across the country stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing business landscape. We hope you learned something from this week's episode. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast.